Mighty Father, to hear about revival, to hear about outreach, to hear about evangelism. Father, for this cause you came, O Lord. We thank you in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Because of time, we're going to get straight into the word. And the, 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 the title of the message I'm preaching this morning is just a very short message. He said, pray the mean, say after me, pray the mean, and preach them in. Pray them in, and preach them in. It means you pray them into the kingdom, and you preach them into the kingdom. This is how the, your friends, your family members, those on the workplace, those that you are seeking to come to know the Lord, this is how they're going to come in. Amen? Father, it is my mandate this morning as I've been assigned to bring this word. It is my prayer, Father, that you open the eyes of everyone. Paul said in Ephesians 1.18, he said, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, which is you and I. Amen. So I pray this morning that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened so that revelation will come to you concerning evangelism, concerning revival, concerning soul winning, so that when the next time you step in your workplace, you will start talking to someone about Jesus. Amen. And, and it, is, it is this reason why we have put together the School of Evangelism, which is taking place very shortly. Pastor Peter will be giving an announcement on that. So I will encourage you after the word that you sign up. Amen. Amen. Right. I want you to declare this. Say, Lord, revive me so that I can reach out and evangelize my community and my nations. Oh, say it with conviction. Lord, revive me so that I can reach out and evangelize my community and the nations. Amen. We're going to pray them in and we're going to preach them in. Psalm 119 verse 130 reads, the entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. So I believe one of the reasons why many of us have not been evangelizing is because the entrance of God's words has not hit us. When God's word about evangelism hits you, I pray that revelation will come and so you begin to know the importance of evangelizing. For for this cause, the Son of Man came to die for us. Amen? I want us to ponder over um, these few scriptures which is um, John 10, 10 reads. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it abundantly. Amen? And then we know the, the most famous scripture, John 3, 16. But there are more in-depth to John 3, 16 than just John 3, 16. So I'm going to read from John 3, 16, verse 16 to 21 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light. Let me pause there for a moment. You see, anytime you find yourself, you cannot dance. When the lights are on, you need to check your life. When you come to church, I know some of us from where we're coming from, we're used to turning the lights low before we can dance. Have I got any witnesses here? Thank you. The next time you come to church, you see here we don't have no lights off. 
We've got plenty lights in here. You should be free to dance in your father's house. Amen? 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 Right. The Bible says, he whom the son has set free is free indeed. So why do you need the lights turned down before you can dance? Well, I want to break that chain of I cannot worship, I cannot dance, I cannot give my best dance moves to God. You should be able to do that right here in the house of God. Amen? Amen. 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 And this is a condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light. It is my prophecy this morning that you will love light more than darkness in Jesus' name. Amen. Because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light. Wow. Lest his deeds should be exposed. But who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen. That they have been done in God. Amen. See, one of the things I want you to come to terms with that, before I get into my word, which is um, preach them in and pray them in, we need to be revived. And revival means something that was alive and now is dead. And it needs to be awakened. That is what revival means. The Hebrew word for revival is chayao. It's an awakening, come to life, to be made, to be restored. A person, a people, a church, or a community. So you were once alive, but there has come a point in your life where you've gone cold. And so this morning, we are going to be revived. Amen? For the power of God and the word of God is able to revive. Amen? That is one of the reasons why we have. So we need to desire personal revival. So number one, we have to seek and desire personal corporate and national revival. Our personal lives has to be revived before we can reach out. Who believes in that? You remember the story about the sons of Scythians when they tried to cast out some demon in the name of Jesus? The Bible says they had the name, but they did not have the power. The demons tore them up, ripped their clothes, and they had to dash through the door. I don't want that to be your portion, amen? You have to make sure you have the power of God in you. That is why you need to be revived, amen? 2 Chronicles 7, 13 to 15 reads, When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my, eye, my eyes will be opened and my ears attentive to the prayer made in this place. Let me tell you something. When you get your act together in Christ, your prayers... Your prayers will never go unanswered. Our God is a prayer answering God. Our God is a prayer answering God. One of number two, revival brings us joy. Psalm 85 verse 6 says, Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice? There is chaos all around us. There is chaos in the nation, chaos in your communities because of lack of revival. So not only am I urging you to seek revival for yourself, but seek revival for your communities. There are friends and family members that you want them to be saved, but what do you have to do? Pray them in. Amen. Say after me. Pray them in. And then preach them in. See, what we've been doing is that we've been preaching them without praying. But you need to pray for them before you preach to them. Because when you pray for them, something takes place in the spirit. Amen. I'll show you a scripture very shortly. Right? Luke 10 verse 2. Then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest. We need to pray them in. 
So your prayer life needs to be revived. Amen? Say, Lord, revive my prayer life. Lord, revive my prayer life. When you pray them in and you preach the word, the word hits the right spot. Then they give their lives to the Lord. Amen? Otherwise, it's going to be mere words. Because the words that we speak are life. Amen? Hallelujah. God is looking for you and I to stand in the gap. To stand in the gap and intercede in prayer and supplication for the world and for the backslider. And for those who do not know him. Okay? In the book of Ezekiel, last um, um, let me read this quickly. Edmund touched on it. Ezekiel 3, 17 to 20. Edmund touched on it. He said, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word from my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked one, and he goes on and on. See, we have a mandate, amen? We have a mandate and we have a responsibility, okay? And in the book of um, Ezekiel again, he says, I sought for a man that will stand in the gap, that will intercede for the land. So prayer goeth forth before preaching the word, amen? Jesus was constantly praying. Why? Everywhere he went, he had prayed previously. So when he went, power was available. Amen? Amen. How do you preach them in? How do you preach them in? How do you preach them in? You have to be full of the word. Amen? You have to know your Bible. You have to know your word. You can't just go and stand in front of someone and say, have you given your life to the Lord? And then he will ask you, which Lord? And you don't even know what to say. What do you mean to be born again? What is born again? And you don't even know what to say. Listen, you need to dive and get into your word. Amen? We need to look into the word. Amen? Right. Proverbs eleven thirty says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. It is wise for you and I to win souls. The only reason why Jesus came was not for cars, was not for anything, was for souls. He said, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. He does not mind you having all these things, but you have to seek the kingdom first. Amen? When I was meditating on this word, one of the things that came strongly to me is that there are so many things God wants to give to his people. There are so many things God wants to give to his children. But the, the, the problem God has with us is that the things will choke his word. We have not matured to the place where, you know, God blesses you with a car. It's so nice I want to stay home on Sunday and wash the car. God blesses you with a wife so beautiful that you can't come to church on Sundays. God blesses you with a husband and now you cannot partake in any department in the church. Listen, God is looking. God has a store full of goodies. Say goodies. God has it all for you and I. But you have to come to a place of making God know. Can you please help me with the time? Of making God know. Okay, thanks. You have to come to a place of letting God know that God, the blessing is not going to choke me. Because the blessing has choked many 
If, God, if you went into your bank account right now and saw a million pounds in your bank account, what will you do with it? Will we see you or you'll be in Bahamas and some island and some... Come on, talk to me now. If you had eight cars in your house, you didn't go for it. Someone just came. The Lord laid it on my heart to bless you with this car. You got your Ferrari. The Lord laid it on my heart to bless you with this house. You got all of them. Will you still come to church? Will you still park the speakers? Will you still serve as an usher? Listen, you need to come to a place of letting God know that the blessing, say the blessing, is not going to choke me. The blessing is not going to choke me. Because the blessing has become a stumbling block for many. That is why the scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom. Once you have the kingdom, you have everything. Because you are a child of the kingdom. Do you not know that you and I, we just passing through? You and I are not here to stay. I have come to a place to realize that houses, cars, don't mean a thing. It doesn't mean I don't have a house to live in, but I am not going to worship the house. You have to come to a place of letting God know that God, I am for you. God, I am for you. For as for me and my house, we will what? As for me and my house, we will what? You have to come to that place. There are many, as I was meditating on this word, the Lord is saying, some of you, your marriages are right. Your husbands are just waiting. Your wives are just waiting. But you have not come to the place of graduation. It is men that marry, not boys. It is women that marry, not, boy, not, not girls. When you marry, you become a man as a boy. When you cannot be a boy. Marriage is not for boys. Marriage is not for girls. Are you with me? We're talking evangelism. The world needs to know this. The world needs to come to a place where we are so whole and healed. Our marriages will become a model for the world. Our children will become a model for the world. We become the light. He said, you are the light. You and I are the light. He said, if we lose our taste as a salt, we are good for nothing. But you are good for a purpose. You are good for a purpose. You want to know more about evangelism? The school of evangelism is just about to take place. I will encourage you. Because the Bible says, he who wins souls is what? Wise. And there are rewards, as you heard all the testimony of these great men. What will your testimony be? What will my testimony be? Someone's testimony is I acquired so many cars. So what? You dead and gone. Do you know who's going to drive it? Oh, Lord, help me. The other day, a friend of mine was sharing a story about a young guy who's just married, about 28 years of age. He's coming to money. He's married. He's got a beautiful wife. They bought their house, paid off everything. A Ghanaian guy. The wife goes to work. They said the husband has collapsed. They rushed the guy to hospital, and that was it. Who is going to live in the house? Are you with me? Let's seek the things that matters. For it is the Father's good pleasure. God delights in the prosperity of his people. But he wouldn't let the prosperity kill you. Because you have been destined for eternity. You have been destined for righteousness and holiness and goodness. And we need to let the world know we have been a light that has been hidden. I want you to, for a moment, begin to pray to the Lord to revive you. Ask God to revive you. Ask God to revive you. Father, revive us. Send us, send us, send us, Father, that we may reach out to our brothers and sisters. 
Father, undo the chains. We break those chains this morning. This afternoon, we cut down the cords of iron and the bars of brass that the enemy has locked us in. And we say, Lord, we say no. We say no. We say no. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I'm going to conclude with Luke 4, 18. Luke 4, 18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. How can you heal someone who's brokenhearted when you yourself are brokenhearted? Say, I need revival. This is why you need revival, to proclaim liberty to the captives. How can you proclaim liberty to the captives when you yourself are a captive? This is your assignment. This is my assignment. And recovery of sight to the blind. That's why I read, let the eyes of your understanding this afternoon be enlightened. So that your sight will be recovered. Let me tell you, you can see more with your eyes closed than with your eyes open. I am telling you, I was told this story that even the blind man can tell who a pretty girl or a, pretty, a handsome man is. And they are blind. You see, the way God works, beauty is found on the inside. Are you hearing me? So the blind, you have to recover their sight and to set at liberty those who are oppressed and the great commission said after this anointing is upon you go say go go ye therefore and make disciples are you hearing me shall we stand to our feet are we going to go and make disciples I want you to stand to your feet and make where you are standing as an altar and lift your hands to the Lord and let's begin to pray begin to pray begin to pray begin to pray before I find it quickly praying. Father, we thank you this morning with our hands lifted up. Father, release an evangelistic spirit in this house. Release a soul winning anointing, Father. Release disciple making anointing in this house. Father, I bring everyone standing right now before you, Lord. Father, let the course of unevangelism break right now. Father, break every chain that holds us from sharing your word. Father, let our lives be a testimony. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Edmund, and thank you, Steve, for that word. Um, I think it's pretty clear what the Spirit of God is. Sorry, you may be seated, sorry. Um, Ashes, if you could come to the front to begin to get ready for the offering. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Um, I'm sure we can all multitask. What I was saying was that it's clear that the Lord is obviously speaking to our hearts as a church that in the area of evangelism and reaching out to the lost, we need to be deliberate about it. We need to be aware of our responsibility. And in um, concert with that, we also need to, in some areas of our lives, we need to be revived. We need to bring back to life what um, has gone to sleep and what has died. Um, so we need revival. We need to reach out to the lost. And the examples that Edmund gave about those individuals who <clears throat> did amazing things in being a witness to those who don't know the Lord. And the Lord expects us to respond to what he wants us to do. Um, we may not be a Billy Graham, but we don't have to be. You have to be who you're supposed to be. That's all God, that's the only person God wants you to be is the person you're supposed to be created in his image. Amen. Um, I don't know if you need an envelope, if you've raised your hand. 
No, okay. So if the ushers could begin to take the offering, and I'd also like to invite um, Pastor Peter to come. He's going to promote the School of Evangelism. Let's give him a warm CLF welcome. Amen. And good afternoon. I hope you are not upset with me. I said good afternoon. <laughs> well, I bring greetings from the international city, Aldershot, where I pastor. If I invite you to Aldershot, you don't come. You don't know what you are missing. Praise God. Um, I, I just want to thank God so much for the leadership of the church, Pastor Joe, and uh, his able, uh, able wife, um, Pastor Aisha, uh, for the opportunity. And I think... Um, Minister Edmond and um, Minister Steve had done a good job for me. But you see, I want to, I want to promote the School of Evangelism. And now, even though there are sh um, um, few spaces left, I'm not just promoting this because I want you to come for the event, but I want, I'm promoting this for you to understand the need and the importance of evangelism. Probably, if using the word evangelism is something so heavy, in your spirit. Let's call it probably outreach. If still outreach is something um, religious to you that you are struggling with this, let's use the word witness. Most of the times when um, we talk about evangelism, people are waiting, for the, for, waiting to be you know, um, strong in the word or know a lot in the word before they go out. But in Acts 2.38, the Bible says that you shall receive power after which the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. Now, the word witness simply means that what you believed and you received, go and share the same to others who have never heard of it. How many of you believe that we have something good? Now, I don't understand why. If you have something good, I don't know why we don't want to share. Are we... Are we greedy? Are we, are we, are we jealous? Are we, are we whatever word I can use to describe that? We are not. You understand? And so because of that, because we have, for example, quick one. I have four minutes to promote two things. Quick one. Now, if right now I eat orange and I ask you what I, the orange I drank or eat, ate or whatever, <laughs> or chewed or massacred or whatever, is sweet or bitter, what are you going to say? You don't know. Yes, because the world don't know what you are enjoying. Can you give them that orange that you have? And don't let evangelism become something so strange. So, whatever you believe. How many of you are believers here? I don't believe that. Because if you are, you, are, you should have invited somebody to check because you're enjoying some, something sweet and you want somebody also to enjoy. And so I just, want to, I just want to encourage you that, you know, in this school of evangelism, there's this, um, there are two seasoned men of God that are ministering. Um, our own able pastor, Joseph Buedu, a great teacher of God. He can sleep and wake up still teaching the word of God. And um, so, you know, and sometimes when you have people like this, we, um, 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 we, we, we take them for granted. And I just want to challenge you. Um, to, to, to get involved. And also, one um, a guest minister, Jonathan Conrad, who is an evangelist, a great man of God who's been around before and is very great. And I, I, I want to invite you to come. Now, when we finish church, I'm at the back. Please see me and I will register you. Now, listen. I also want to promote one other event. Do I have men in the house? Sure. How many of you in 
read um, Pastor Peter's announcement? Yeah, and we want to hear him announce the stronger men, yes? Amen. So we're going to invite Pastor Peter to come back another time to um, promote the stronger men because today he's promoting the School of Evangelism. Didn't do a great job. Let's give him a hand as he goes back to his seat. Okay, so very quickly before we close, just want to pray over the offering. Father, thank you for the opportunity to give to you, to give back to you and to give back to your house. And Father, we pray that you'd bless what we've given and that you would use it for your kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. It is my great pleasure to welcome um, some people who have decided to take up membership at Christian Life Fellowship Greenwich. Hallelujah. So I'm going to call them, and then when they all come to the front, let's give them a hand, and then I'm going to ask Pastor, not Pastor, I'm going to ask Steve if you could pray a blessing over them. So Shirley St. Bernard, in fact, let's give them a hand as they come, Shirley. I must say, Shirley looks a lot like Trevor. <laughs> Stephanie Lee Tanking. <laughs> and Rafiat Lowell. Yeah, sandwich, lovely. <laughs> yes, I know. So we really want to thank God for these precious people. We want to thank God um, that he has decided to add, add them to our church. And we just want to say God bless you. We want to welcome you as members of our church. And after service, please, please, please make sure you make a beeline and give them a good old CLF welcome. So, Stephanie, may I present this certificate to you as a member of Christian Life Fellowship Brennan? Thank you. And Rafiat, may I present this certificate to you again as a member? And Shirley, honestly, too much testosterone. You're looking too much like um, Trevor. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Hold up on the Hold up on the Okay. Right. Can we stretch our hands towards them as I pray? Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you brought such wonderful people into your kingdom. Father, they are one of us, and we say, Lord, may they access everything that is in the house. We say, Lord, may they be a part, may they be pillars, may they be made disciples, may they do that which your will has brought them into the kingdom. And let them be fruitful in the name of Jesus. We've soaked them in the blood of Jesus. Cover them against any hindrance of the enemy, and let their lives shine. They are the evangelists of today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. Thank you. And just to remind you that um, all the information and all the dates you need for our church is in the quarterly booklet, which you can get at the back. It's also on MailChimp, which you get emailed to you, provided you've subscribed for that. And um, I think that's it. If we could stand, please. Do you think we should give Pastor Peter another two minutes to promote the men? Let's have a show of hands. Okay then, all right then. So Pastor Peter, can you quickly come and promote the men and then can you dismiss them please? Because we've gone over time, but they enjoyed your um, presentation so much, they're willing to stay an extra minute or so. Emphasis on the word minute. All right, 30 seconds. Um, if you're a man here, can you register? I'll be at the back. When you register, I'll give you a discount. Amen. <laughs> All right. Now I've done this when Pastor Joe comes, I'll tell him the number of the minutes I was giving. Can we, can we close our eyes and pray? 
Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. The entrance of your word bringeth light. And Father, I pray that this light will give us revelation into your word. And Father, we are committing the week before you. Father, what we are asking is that every crooked path shall be made straight. And every mountain shall be made low. That the glory of the Lord will be seen in our lives. I pray that this we will declare. Nay, in all things.